Here, sponsored Le'ili Nishmas, Mavram, Ben Moshe Chayim. Shama should have an Aliyah. I want to share with you a fresh story we just had that almost made me falter. number of months ago six months ago was a family lived in Tom's River who decided that it's not for them they need more of a yeshivisha place more of a tyrannic place and they wanted to move back to more from from area from area they had a beautiful home a huge home palatial home and it was beautiful to live there but they hopped and they said to me that they had to get a certain price in order to be able to move out and move on. At that time, the houses weren't going for that price. I don't care what the prices of the houses are. A person could come to you and overpay you. And if you could buy a house for underpay. It doesn't make a difference. Kids here, they had to be talking with Stark. And some fellow came from New York and he gave him basically all the money they asked for. They were shocked. I wasn't shocked at that. That's normal. For me, that's normal. Now they had to go find another house. Now, while they were looking for their other house, all of a sudden the housing market went out of whack and everybody was making crazy bidding wars on homes in Lakewood and they couldn't touch anything they were looking for a same size house, reasonable and those houses were going pretty for much more now the kids are they had sold their house, and the guy said they could stay there in a while. But at the end of June, he's moving into the house. They said, yeah, you don't have any pressure. You can live in the house for what? Now work on that bitachanis. And Hashem is going to find you another home. And they worked. And they worked. Now, moves usually are not overnight affairs. You'll ask anybody who ever moved, Yankee or is moving to tell you the long, drawn-out affairs, and especially if you have eight children and you accumulated a lot of nechassim. But they were looking for a house. They couldn't find a house. It came June 1st. 
and the lady called me up. Nura Bragg was my house. He told me that at one point her husband was finding a man, emissary man, got nervous because he saw he felt the pressure. His wife asked me, "Can come a call?" I said, "Of course." So I called him up, tired guy, and I said to him, "Listen, start asking me shilas." I said, "Did you ever see a person without a roof over their head?" In my life, I never saw that. Now, Punkt in Lakewood, I have seen that. There's a tent city in Lakewood. Big, used to be right in the center of town. A lot of people didn't have homes. And I'd driven by there many times, and every time I would slow down and look into the tent city to see if there was one Yiddish-looking person over there remotely. No. They all looked like they came from somewhere deep in the hinterlands of Mexico. And I drove out and said, Baruch Hashem, amazing. Poor people, not everybody's rich or liquid. And no one's in the tent city. And the housing market is going crazy in Lakewood. So I told the husband, you realize there's no such thing. I said, what if Hashem doesn't want me to have a house? I said, that's the stupidest thought I ever heard. I never heard of a person that's like saying, maybe I have two eyes. Maybe one of my eyes is going to pop out. You ever saw that happen? Could you expect me to Hashem? I'm going to have two eyes tomorrow in my head. Yes. I got them now. If you have one glass eye now, you can't be betechen. You can have a, two eyes tomorrow morning. But if you have two regular eyes, why not? You have a house. Did you ever have one day in your life without a house? You never had one day in your existence that you didn't have home. So there's no suffix to me whatsoever. You can have a house. I can't tell you when. I don't know where. But you're going to have a house in a better place than you were. Kid, sir, he heard me. I said, Am I resonating with you? He asked me a bunch of questions. I answered him. He finally said, I hear, I hear. Okay, I'm, I'm Miyushif. I accept. Don't you just have to think about, I know I'm getting else. That's all you have to say over and over again. Whether it's a purchase, a home to purchase, a home to rent, it's also not there. Rent the house meanwhile. Somebody offered them a summer home. For two months for 25 grand. And that's not an offer. Don't even think about that. That's like, you know, Morty's brother in law rented last year house for 30 grand for two months. But I'm not talking about that. But we're talking about regular, regular price. And then June 1st came, and June 2nd came, and then June 10th came. Hashem, you gotta help me, Hashem, please. And I told him of a story of an, a guy who called me up, a young man who was living in a basement, and he was getting kicked out. And he had no hopes of finding an apartment, for whatever reason. And I told him, I promise you, this is an apartment for you, you're not gonna be in the street. I never saw anybody in the street, you're not gonna be in the street. I pumped him up, pumped him up, pumped him up. Two days before he had to get out, he find an apartment. I said, that's plenty. Two days is enough. But he was like sitting there shivering. Him and his wife were shivering. But here, nothing was happening. There were eight kids in. Anyway, I got to tell you this truth. I got scared. <laughs> I said, Hashem, please. 
you're gonna wreck my whole business. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a bitachin, a muna bitachin salesman. I'm trying to sell this thing, and I believe in it. I know it's true. So they said the the, the, the couple said to me, maybe Putin Akash, I'm giving us nainish. It's it's possible, but I don't think this you get nainish. What are you such a shayim? You get nainish. I never heard that. I don't know about any other person. They're worse than you. I never saw a person that was homeless. The kids are back and forth. Then it came June 23rd. The lady now says to me, could you maybe call my mother and placate her? I don't want to... My mother's very upset. I said, oh, no. <laughs> okay. I had a mother already. I was yet with one. I don't need no second one. <laughs> but I said, okay, I'll call her up. And the lady starts to go off on me. Back, you know, you're misleading the people. <laughs> you tell them back this bitachim thing, taking a little out of hand. You got to be responsible. You got to back up. I asked my daughter, "Where are you going to go?" I told her, "I was going to go to hotel." Got an Irish to get eight kids to hotel. You live in a hotel one time. I said, "No, they're not going to hotel. I'm telling you, they're not going to hotel." So let them come to me. Where do you live? This is a fear law in New Jersey. And he opens Phil. And the problem is that the kids go there. The kids are all set up with camps. And the whole seedur of their life is like. So I spoke to her. I said, Listen, you ever heard of anybody that doesn't have a house? Right, well, you have to be realistic. I said, they're not, they're not burying their heads in the sand. They are asking people. They call realtors. There are people that are looking for homes for them. I shouldn't send it yet. It's not they don't want to marry. They don't. It's not that they don't want to have a house. To have a house for twenty five grand for two months, it's not, it's not, it's not an option. So I, I placated the mother in law. We made we made up. We became a little friends for a while. I said, Hashem, please, I don't want this lady having a. She was an almana. I didn't want it to be. Oh, correct. I said, please, Hashem, give us a house here. Three days before she has to move out, I get a text in the morning. Everybody gets three days left. We have no hopes for a house. I can show you the text here. Two days left. There's two days left. There's nothing on the horizon. Not only everybody told us, well, whatever we thought was maybe on the horizon sank. I'm thinking maybe this is the first time <laughs> I'll have to say to somebody, you know, maybe in your case, Hashem decided not to give you a house. But I couldn't begrave that. It doesn't make no sense. So, the Arav from Tom's River came with his Robinson to visit them like two nights before the death sentence <laughs> and they had like no choice they had to move out they had to move out the kids here he says how can I help you that one for us what can help us get us out are you calling realtors of course I'm calling realtors I'm calling realtors we're doing a shtad we're doing what we can do nothing's opening up so he's already in Shagas Arie like with Yeshiva Next day he's in the Rebbe's room and he says, Does anybody know of a house? A 
available for a family of eight kids. So the Rebbe, one Rebbe says, seventh Rebbe says, as a matter of fact, I just moved out of a house a couple of days ago. Did anybody move in? No. Is it for rent? Could be. Belongs to my mother-in-law. Right now, it's not in a rentable condition, but maybe we could, maybe it's eventually be, you know, available. Gets to the Rav calls him up and he tells him about this good hopes. Then they call up and they say that's not rentable. It's can't rent. It's the lady to Chazerstal. It's not. It's not. That's not clean. A family lived here. The rug has to be pulled up and this has to be fixed and that has to be fixed. Anyway, the lady says to the lady of the house, "Maybe I could form a lady of the house. Maybe I can come see it. Can I come look at it? I want to just see the house." She so went down to see the house. She said, ah, "It's livable. It's livable." The kids, her lady said, the lady didn't tell her, but she said, I'll try to fix it up for you. She got some emergency house cleaners who did a job on that place, stopped the bottom. 10.30 in the morning, the final day, they were told, okay, we think you can have it. In the afternoon, they were told, sorry, it's not for rent. Forget it. I'm going to have oil of the You know what I mean? I never like roller coasters. And I'm going up, I'm going down, and back and forth. And back. Finally, the lady says to her, Come to my house. Call my mother in law on the phone. Mother lives in Bar Park. She owns the house. Come to Bar Park. Come to, come to, the, uh, to the lake. And I come to my house. I'm going to talk to her mother in law. Spoke to her mother in law. They did some Jewish geography. You know who I am? Can I trust you? Who, who are you? What kind of business is this? You have a house. You have eight kids. You know what I mean? Are your kids going to destroy my house? <laughs> you understand? You hear eight kids. I found somebody else told me I would give them the house for the summer. But when he heard eight kids, he says, ah, I'm not interested. <laughs> not in the game. But he said, No, my kids are very this. My kids are very that. They don't make no. They don't. don't they don't play ball. They don't do sports. They're very. Placid kids, very laid back kids, they don't, they're not going to be trouble. And if it makes anything, I'll pay for it. I have no problem. Anyway, 10 30 at night, they got the phone call. So, you know what? We decided you could have it. The next morning, they were out of there. They come to the new house, there's no refrigerator. They got the refrigerator from the house. No worries. They, let, they had in their old house extra refrigerator in the garage. So they brought that refrigerator over. Then they noticed, oh boy, there's no washer and dryer here. Okay, they brought their washer over here. They brought the dryer. But the dryer, the problem was, was a, their dryer is a gas dryer. And that dryer in that house didn't have a gas light. It only had electric dryer. Doesn't work. Kids, they called some kind of plumber, and the plumber said, "What's the story?" He said, "Which house are you talking about?" He said, "Oh, that's my cousin's house. I know that house." I'm about it. He said, "What do you need? A dryer?" It's funny. Yesterday, I pulled. There was a guy who moved into a house that had that had gas, and his dryer was electric. So he's throwing his dryer away. We installed yesterday the gas dryer. Maybe you can get the electric dryer that you have in your house. 
care one, two, three. Electric dryer in the house. Wash, dryer, fridge. All set up. The kitties moved in. Unbelievable. Not stop. Then Hashem gave them a little message. And they were unrolling the carpet. They laid down the house. They had like a rug. So a piece of paper fell out. It said, The Ezra Hashem is Barach. Top line. And it said, Yiratzim. They had built the will of Hashem that you should be Zaycha to Hamtakas Hadinim. That your harsh, the things that are going bad with you, should become sweetened. Her husband didn't write it. She didn't write it. Her mother didn't write it. And there was a lot of Seamus in the room there. There was a lot of Seamus in the room with that. They don't understand how it got him. But that's the paper that rolled out of the thing. I'm chayshish that maybe the mover was one of these Likud Tzaddikim and saw a kind of hard time with him. So he wanted to make a little uh, Kabbalistic thing and give him a chizik. But whatever it was, all's well that ends well. My sheet hasn't changed. <laughs> and the mother will call me today. I guess it's a miracle. It's just unreal. How does this thing happen? I'm telling you. You got it right. You, you got it. You called it. You, this is. I said, it's Hashem. I said, Hashem takes care of you. Did you ever see people that are, oh, I'm telling you, you got to be happy. You got to be thankful. You got to be appreciative. Okay. <laughs> so the bottom line is strengthen your bitach. Because Hashem is always going to be there for you. And all the basics, Hashem take care of you.